Hi, it's uh, Manuel Judic here and welcome to the podcast uh, Leading Your Change Initiative. Today I want to talk about the uh, importance and idea of building momentum, um, improving velocity and then uh, delivering your change projects on time and on budget. Um, I've been very fascinated since I've found out about the Agile framework and Agile methodology and how they actually can make a significant difference in the ability of your project to you know, deliver clear and visible business outcomes. Um, you will have a first version of a, of a software, the first page of a website, or you could have the first module of a training um, program. Um, it doesn't really matter where this gets contextualized and utilized, but what I really find very helpful about um, supporting projects or working uh, in projects or supporting teams that use an agile methodology is that the, the continuous feedback mechanism. But the feedback mechanism that I believe make agile work for uh, many organizations, many projects, and also understand agile as um, it's just a framework, right? Unless you do it, it obviously will not work. But one of the um, key factors that, under, factors that underpin the ability of an agile methodology to uh, deliver projects on time and on budget is the, uh, is the fact that you start tracking progress that needs being made. And that is the, the concept of velocity. Now, when I work with a project team, um, both as a, as a change manager, as a consultant, um, historically, but also as a coach, as a trainer, and I work with training people on developing change skills. One of the things we do is we actually we look to reduce uncertainty, and we look to understand what a what a team's momentum is. I really want to break away from the idea that agile is the only way to measure momentum. Measuring this velocity, i.e., the number of story points that are completed within a sprint, is one way of doing that. But Agile is just a way of thinking, just a mindset. Measuring is the um, pre, um, predefining condition of any, um, of, any, of any plan. Right? So unless you measure something, unless you manage your progress towards a specific milestone, you're actually never going to be able to um, anticipate whether you will achieve uh, uh, the, that objective in those time frames. Um, and because momentum is one of the critical factors of any project and be able to deliver, you know, to, to be completed on time and on budget. But we talk, let's, let's talk about time for, for the time being. Um, so nothing can be delivered on time unless your project team operates in a way that's highly effective, it's highly efficient, and it actually produces completed deliverables. It could be completed activities, business deliverables, dashboards, models. And so what I'm suggesting is that the uh, momentum is, um, in my observation, is one of those things that they hardly ever get measured. However, uh, for those teams that have taken the time to measure uh, the velocity of a of a, of a, of a of a team, of a, of a change and a project team, those are actually the teams that can anticipate in far better and more effective ways whether your project will deliver on time on budget. Now, when I talk about delivering on time, 
I'm actually referring to um, the fact that project leaders, and I've seen, and and this is some of the work that I also do with, we also do with um, uh, project team leads, but also um, SMEs, supervisors, and managers, middle managers across organizations. Um, there is a, there is no way we can measure momentum. There's no way we can measure the speed at which things are progressing, whether we will hit specific targets, unless we measure it first. And without limiting our, without limiting the uh, measuring component to just you know an agile a framework or a methodology, we can really expand it to include anything that has to do with um, managing a project. Uh, one of the things that I found extremely helpful is that when I work with a with a change leader, be it a project manager, a a product owner, or someone in um, in a position of leadership within the setting of a project, and this this person has uh, direct reports. So there's a set of people reporting to them. These people could be um, trainers, uh, consultants, developers. Project managers, change managers, solution architects. Three three things have to happen in order to actually start tracking momentum and be willing to uh, build on it, improve it, increase it. The number one thing is sit, sitting together with each of these professionals that are in charge of different specialized deliverables. Listing, for example, to of a a testing manager or UAT manager. The deliverables of a UAT manager might be you have to have a test plan, you have to have a set of test cases, and you have to have a set of uh, business resources that you can work with in order to have those um, um, tests run. Just as an example, right? Now, having a, so the first element is to be able to, um, you as a change leader, sit together with each of the resources, in this case, the test manager, to call out what deliverables are. The second step to that is uh, ensuring that the, the two people, you and this resource, actually agree to what is achievable. You know, each, each artifact, for example, a, a list of test cases, when can it be achieved by? There's nothing strange here, it's not rocket science, but this actually works when, um, first of all, you co-define what, go- what good or great looks like. What does, what does a complete deliverable look like? Step number two is, um, does he have a timeline? So does he have a deadline? And how often you and that specific professional are going to sit down and measure the progress towards the, um, uh, that deliverable, but also the entirety of the set of deliverables that this person has? So we mentioned three in the, in the case of the uh, test manager. So a test case and a test plan, for example. So once you start listing down and you define what great looks like, you also start, we want to start developing a mechanism whereby you track it on a weekly basis or a fortnightly basis, or maybe once a month. But I'll suggest fortnightly is the, you know, the longest um, uh, time frame. Once you start doing that, and weekly is, I think is the, you know, the best way to start you know, looking and tracking. Once, you, once you, you've set together, number one, you've defined it. And number two, you've agreed to touch base on a weekly basis. And also, you keep track of what is actually being completed on a weekly basis. There are incredible benefits to that. Number one, it gives you, the leader, and the uh, 
and the tester or the SME in this case, absolute visibility about the work that has been done. It gives you visibility of the roadblocks that might be ahead. And above all, it gives you very good insight into what is your velocity? What is the ability of that professional or those specific tasks to be confirmed and to be completed within that time frame? This is the only way an accurate planning could happen because this is the only way we actually get to figure out how a uh, each individual, each piece of deliverable within your change project, um, um, how it will be delivered, but how long it will be delivered. So what's the capacity of a change team collectively to create finished artifacts, finished deliverables? Now, this is very straightforward um, conceptually, but also what I feel, um, my direct experience by working with change leaders and people in charge of change projects, we actually uh, don't take the time to, number one, uh, identify uh, that deliverable in the first place, and, and clearly co-agree co to that that's a, a, an achievable outcome. And number two, we don't track it. The problem with change projects is that contrary to an uh, HR team or sales team or product management team or a payroll team, uh, which have all have uh, KPIs, or key performance indicators, they are objectives that they are measured against. Your project team, your change team, don't have any of that. And unless you as a change digital establish the measurement touch points, it's going to be very difficult to anticipate whether your project team will deliver on time and on budget. Now, the second, the, the other element to, to that is that uh, you're going to want to um, do the same exercise, not just for one person in your change team. You want to do it across every single person in your change team. Be it a communication person, a change manager that has to do an impact analysis, or, uh, or they will have to do a communication plan or um, leadership assessment, whichever the deliverables are, taking the time to sit down and understand it and really clearly spell out a roadmap of what needs to be completed. Now, it could be a list of things that need to be completed. You don't have to be completely, you don't have to be an accurate roadmap up front. But having that touch point whereby you uh, assign um um, you assign a, a point. In, in our job, you call it story points, right? But you actually measure on a weekly basis what is the size of the task that is being completed and what's the total capacity of that person to complete tasks that are related to the area of specialization. Now, once you do that for each of your uh, change professionals, so each of the professionals you change team, you actually start as a change leader, a program or a project manager, you actually start having a very good idea of what we are capable of achieving. We actually start having a very good idea and the ability of understanding what our velocity is, but what our momentum is. And once you have momentum, then uh, that is only, that is the prerequisite, that necessary condition to anticipate and forecast when actually milestones um, are going to be completed. It's far more likely. I've seen change projects and new, uh, new projects and new, uh, both new leaders and new projects, whereby there was, there was an entirely new team and a plan had been laid out, but there was no concrete basis for those milestones in any, uh, as they were laid out into a, you know, a plan on a page that, you know, 
mapped out what would happen and when it would happen in the next 12 months. There is no clear... Those, those, those time frames are absolutely unreliable. The only way to actually understand whether they are reliable is to start measuring the outcomes uh, for each of your professionals in your change team and do that for three to four weeks until that gives you a very good insight about what the velocity is. And again, I'm, I kind of am very aware here. I'm, I'm kind of recycling and reutilizing concepts that you know, are borrowed by the agile framework and the agile mindset. But actually, it isn't an agile um, framework mindset. From a, from a human psychology perspective, uh, each person, in this case professions who change them, we are motivated by completion. We have a dopamine hit in our brains when we've completed something, we feel good about it. It's quite um, you know, logical and also um, a bit of a common sense, right? Once we complete, we get more enthusiastic, we're going to go and complete a bit more of it. And this is the ability of a leader, of a change leader, or, or a person in, cha- in charge of a team, to clearly define what good looks like and break it down in achievable goals and measure it week in, week out. I like working with leaders and then we create dashboards and whereby completion and tasks are completed, activities are defined in a way that, first of all, they add value, but also they are agreed on with the person that needs to complete them and that is absolutely transparent. This element of transparency, this element of agreement, this element of clarity will actually allow you, the change leader, uh, to understand what the momentum is and, and, and your confidence the ability to deliver your initiative and the different aspects of it on time and on budget uh, grows uh, can grow exponentially <laughs>